Welcome to the Supreme Resort Land V World, a podcast about Disneyland and Walt Disney World, and which is the Supreme Resort. Each episode, we will discuss and explore each resort land by land, park by park, to determine which is better. Uh, I'm your host, Jimmy, and thank you for joining me on this quest to help the greater good of humanity and Toy Story Mike determine (laughs) which is better. Disneyland or Walt Disney World. Joining me as always is Dan. Hey, I'm Dan. Tom Corliss is an awful person. Okay. Uh, You'll have to elaborate. And Eric? (laughs) We already have. Yeah, I think we've talked enough about uh, good old Tommy. Yeah, I just sure. I, I just want us I want us to be on his radar and for him to complain about us at this point. I think that would be a lot oh. of fun. Still hate watching. Um oh, but he's been now that he's uh now he's he denies that this is the case, but now that he's on the list to be able to like do press stuff, he's been yeah. real positive. Yeah. Hey Jimmy, oh. who's that other person? What's that? Who's that other person? You haven't introduced all of us yet. Oh, I said Eric. You, yeah, you um, said me. Yeah, yeah. I said Eric. Sorry. That's I when thought, he was I allowed to start talking. You're trying to introduce, like I was going to say, uh, Asher. Uh, <laughs> no, Phil, away. Phil inside the magic. Phil <laughs> <Right>. McCracken. Yeah, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Asher's been. <throat> Asher's away. He's he's traveling the world with his new uncle Jeremy. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We might get correspondence from him occasionally. Oh, good. I can't wait. <laughs> hopefully, Uncle Jeremy shares some of his news as well. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Okay. All right, guys. So uh, let's talk about it. Um, the elephant in the room. Which, which it? <laughs> the elephant in the room. Disney parks are too expensive. Mm. Are they? Okay. Um, now, my wife and I, and this is the same frugal uh, $3,000 fridge lady. By the way, mm-hmm. it showed up, had a dent. Moving on. Um, <laughs> so it's a very small dent. You'd never know. Anyway, so frugal wife, who's lovely, previous guest of the show, um, we are looking for using our vacation club points. We bought our DVC before we had children. Mm-hmm. We are such big fans of Disney World, traveling there, etc. We would go, you know, Back in the day, quote unquote, when things were, you know, quote unquote cheap, we bought our vacation club knowing that that's just where we're going to vacation. And the cool thing about these points, we can use them anywhere, blah, blah, blah. We've only ever used them at Disney World or Disneyland occasionally. Mm -hmm. We have a bunch of points that are going to go away in August because our use year starts in September. So we have 160 points that are going to start in September. We have 160 points that are going away if we don't use them or sell them, can't bank them anymore. Uh, got to use them before August. Okay. Mm. So we have enough for, I don't know, a one bedroom for five, six nights at Old Key West or four nights at um, Bay Lake Tower, Magic Kingdom View, whatever. So I'm looking at it, looked at different options. Let's look, uh, kids get out late May. Let's do that before Memorial Day. Look at midsummer, that kind of thing. So we can find all kinds of stuff. We can use our points and then some. We can get a two bedroom villa for almost a week at Old Key West. We've never stayed there, big rooms. And so great, we've already paid for these points. You know, we've, you know, whatever, this is just what we do. We vacation, we use our, you know, we spend a lot of money on these points. The maintenance fees have doubled since we bought it, right? So we're spending Mm -hmm. the money. In order for us to buy tickets for four days for the four of us, it is, I want to say $780 Mm -hmm. per person. 
Ooh. So oh. <laughs> $3,000 for us to go to Disney World, where what we have done many, many times. But that's just tickets. That's just tickets. Now, but the, you've the, got your points. Okay. The points, the hotel is quote unquote paid for. Right. So $3,000 plus to go just tickets, just walk in. And then, uh, you know, all the other stuff that goes with it. So, you know, you know, some kind of festival is going to be going. Um, we're going to buy souvenirs, whatever. So y- you figure we're in this thing for five grand right. plus the multiple thousands of dollars of points. Well, and she's officially lane. boycotted. We're not yeah. doing this anymore. Oh, like we're, we're done traveling to Disney World. <laughs> okay. So she's going then I'm like, it, it, we're DVC members. So if we wanted to do, we have effectively two years of vacation points right now. So we could go in the next 12 months, we could go for, if we did it right, two weeks, right? Wow. Okay. If we did our, if we used our DVC membership to buy annual passes, it is now four thousand dollars for the entire year, not three thousand for four days. Mm. So we could spend four thousand dollars go for the whole year. That's but not the, each. That's that's total. Total. Right? Okay. All okay. in four grand for the whole year. Thousand dollars a ticket for the huh. annual pass. Very few blackout days, and we have "quote unquote" free hotel. Um. So why would we spend $4,000 when we could, we've been to Disney World before, we've done it, and we could go anywhere, we could, you know, you know, we're talking about spending a week in Colorado, spending a week in Utah, going to the Yellowstone, all that stuff. So I, I say that just, again, I'm posing a question to our listeners who, by the way, thank you for your feedback on the fridge thing. We had a lot of feedback. <laughs> Did you really? And by the way, <laughs> almost everyone said, I'd have taken the $1,000 off, by the way. <laughs> <clears throat> um, so is Disney World too expensive? By the way, Disneyland is more expensive. True. Very true. You could spend the, the, the same amount for a, like, three-day trip to Disneyland as you spend for a week at Walt Disney World. Correct. Yeah, that's $250 per person per day at Disneyland. Dan is crunching numbers in his brain hole. Uh, or maybe that back zipper has just come back down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, listen to the after hours. No, no. <laughs> um, okay, I... <sighs> I am a single childless person. So the price for me is significantly lower than it would be for somebody who maybe even has one child or what, you know? Um, so is it too expensive for me? Well, currently, yes, because <laughs> oh. I'm, I'm student teaching and not getting paid. But outside of that, um, no, but it is expensive. Having said that, if I didn't, if I weren't living this specific circumstance and I didn't know as much as I knew about how to navigate everything, I would probably feel like it's way too expensive and I would probably hate it because it's so hard to do anything. Right. So unless you know, Eric, I'll let you answer before I counter. I mean, speaking as also a childless person who does have, 
another person that I prefer to travel with, my wife, um, not these two dogs that are fighting around my legs because why wouldn't they? I was going to say you have two four-legged children, I see. Yes, yes. They're they're rampaging around the room, um, fighting over the plush. Uh, Wait, I'm sorry, Jimmy. I think <laughs> I just landed on something. Perhaps Eric secretly has... Four very small children who he dresses in in dog costumes. That's it. <laughs> like, the, so like the standard horse costume. They're just small, so they, they fit right. in a dog costume. Yes, that's how I get them into the parks. I save a lot of money this way. You put a little service tag on them. Right. <laughs> little vest. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It, they're, they're certainly not two actual dogs fighting over a Steamboat Willie plush. <laughs> they're yeah, actually four children. Because the, the, the copyright's been lifted. So. Well, yeah, exactly. I can have this, I can feature this on the uh, I, the, the show image for this episode. Could they are be. definitely your children if they're fighting over Steamboat Willie. <laughs> yes. So everyone, just so we're clear, you're now allowed to say the word Steamboat Willie. That's right. As well as sing <laughs> happy birthday to people. That's right. No, I don't think happy birthday works. Happy birthday. Sing. <laughs> what, what was it? Steamboat, Steamboat Willie. <laughs> oh, oh. So <laughs> Nobody c- come at me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay. So Eric, is Disney World too expensive? Uh, no, I'm going. So here's the deal. I'm going to uh, Jackson, Wyoming to ski at Jackson Hole next month. In the month. Grand Tetons. In e- <laughs> Well, yes, yes. You both said funny things. Uh, I'm also going on a snowmobile or snow machine, depending on where you're from, ride through Yellowstone. My, You live a lot closer than I do. Yes. I don't Your know kids what my... Are, my I don't is know that little Billy doing. in the front? That's, no, he's tired of being, no, his name he's is He's tired Sam. of always being the back of the, the dock. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, but yeah, like, so my dad and I are going skiing for two days and one day we're going on a snowmobile trip through Yellowstone. So cool. And the lift tickets for two days are about $400 each. Yeah. Right. So more than a Disney trip. For right. a park day. Oh, you know no, what? I, I got to take care in. of these dogs. Get them out of here. <laughs> all right. Well, he takes care of the dogs. Um, so, in, in you know, people do this all the time. And like you said, Dan, it, it depends on what you're into. Eric's making a point. It's like you can go skiing for $400 or you can go to Disneyland or Disney World, spend the same or less. Uh, Michael Eisner's big thing was you want to go to see a Broadway show. It's two hours, three hours, maybe. And you're going to spend more than if you go to Disney World for a whole day. Right. Well, so it's also, really a I mean, of- you said it's, you know, it depends on what you're into. It's, some people spend f- far more than that on a trip to Vegas or yeah. on a pair of shoes if they collect shoes, you know. Or golfing. Like my right. thing with, right. I, I have an annual trip that I bring my employees to Disney World and we get tickets to a theme park. It's cheaper than golf. Like, and that's whenever my expense reports come into question, like, like some people golf. This is just what I do. So Yeah, and golf is just a few hours. Yeah. It, skiing is just, it, it's during the daytime. You right. can't ski at night in most places. So the argument is, well, we've spent all this money on the, you know, these monthly fees and blah, blah, blah. We've spent all this money. I was like, yeah, 
So why wouldn't we take advantage of that and <laughs> use the money we've already spent, right? right? Yes, we've done it before. And would you go see the same Broadway show over and over again? Would you go ski the same ski resort over and over again? I, I get the point. Um, I don't know. It, it's interesting. I, but why would we have bought the vacation club before we had children, knowing that that's where we're going to vacation because we like it so much. And now we don't because it's too expensive and we've already been there. Well, I think, so I can totally see that both sides of the argument. And, and I think it all, there's also the, a counter to what she had said was, or it could be something along the lines of like, well, what if we approach it in a different way each time we go? Like, what if we do this, but let's really focus on yeah. some aspect of it, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, we haven't done Tron. We haven't done, you know, there's, there's other things. We haven't done Moana's thing. Right. So you could um, just like maybe go and not focus on the parks as much and just use it as a resort. And then like, ah, oh, we also did Tron because we haven't seen it. Yeah, yeah or you Moana's know what? in the, what's the other thing that's supposed to open this summer? Tiana's is supposed to open this summer, which could uh -huh. be yeah. any well, day I'm, between I'm still, now and I'm still currently tied to a trash can by Splash Mountain, which is what I'm gonna call it forever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I, I have I have friends that have that have bought into DVC where last year they just went during the school year at Yeah, if only just cuz. And they did some remote, some remote classes, and they asked for a special, uh, a special room so they could practice their, uh, you know, their instruments because the, right. it was band season and they needed to practice. And it, like they just went, and they barely spent any time in the parks. It was just going because we've got points, and hey, we can work remotely. We can That's do an all this stuff point. without we could, being there. Since we've already, quote unquote, paid for the room, we can just right. go down to Orlando, stay in a nice hotel with laundry. Go, go to for the like resorts, a day or two. Yeah, or just not go at all. Yeah. Well, yeah. I, I mean, like in terms of like the parks, you know, just like yeah. like maybe maybe not go at all, but I think that'd be difficult. Sure. Um, it's like, hey, okay, we got two days and the rest of the time it's just resort. Yeah. Yeah. It's an interesting counter offer. I so so my my point is either A, we go all in, we spend the four grand, we get annual passes, we use our points that are gonna expire, and we use our points from next year, we go twice, uh, five days here, five days there, the whole thing's you know justified at that point. Uh -huh. We're not wasting or we're all out, we sell all the points and make money and not go at all. What do the kids say? Disney World. I, I we had dinner the other night, new restaurant in town. I sat everybody down and said, like, "Everybody, I have a problem. I want to go to Disney World <laughs> in May." And and we I went through this whole discussion. Like, here are the different justifications and whatever. And of course, they're ten and thirteen. So like, we're going to Disney World, and I'm like, "Listen, they're ten and thirteen, and this is why we did this. This is why we bought this thing. Five years from now." You're going to look back when they don't want to come with us anymore or they're doing other stuff. And they're like, <laughs> I don't, you know, then we're like, oh, remember when I wish we could, wish there were 10 and 13 again and we could just go to Disney World, you know? I, I, so I want to also support her point, which is it's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. And but it's less. Maybe it's there's less no now than it will be in five years. Well, and maybe there's no interest in treating it just like a resort. 
Yeah. Because, you know, you're both from, from California and, and yep. she's definitely more of a Disneyland person at Correct. heart, I think. Yes, indeed. Um, I'm, I'm sure she loves Disney World, but I mean, like, in terms of like, I'm here, it's a theme park, I'm going to hit the theme park stuff. Yeah. You know? yeah. Um, and I could see a scenario knowing kind of the way you <laughs> power through theme parks. <laughs> I could see possibly her not wanting to approach it that way. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I mean, you've been there before. So what's, what's your, what are your greatest hits? If you go, I mean, my family, when we were teens, we, we went and stayed at a, an off off property Hilton and we basically just went to Disney Springs or well, downtown we, we're Disney. We're going to stay on property because we have the points. But we like right. to the point we can go to Old Key West for a week and stay in a two bedroom villa, yeah. right up and down the Sasagula River, do the Springs Resort Love Hop. Um, you know, we could get on the Skyliner right around. There's you know, there's any number of things yeah, we maybe could do. Pick one yeah. day where you go to a park. Yeah, and like maybe we just go to Magic Kingdom, do Tron. But uh, couldn't you the- also? And again, I'm just trying to present you know, the other argument here, couldn't you also probably spend less in points or cash in points and end up spending less in cash to go to the real place? Um, as like, in like Europe? Well, I don't know. I don't know where things are. What's the, the real place? To, to just like <laughs> to, to have experiences that aren't encased in Disney. Well, yes. And so I just so go to real example, Tron. Real Tron. That's, real Tron. <laughs> just get ourselves in a video game. <laughs> uh, what I was thinking was we could sell the points, which will be really easy to do. Oh, yeah. And use that money and go to Disneyland and, you know, fly fly the family to California and go to Disneyland or because we don't go there all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, so. Aren't you going to Japan? Like, we talked about this a year ago, I, uh, I think. I swear. Like, no. you were, you were going to sell your points for the year and go to Tokyo, oh. Japan. Yeah, and then yeah, spend yeah, a few days true. in actual Tokyo, and then do no, like didn't do it. Huh. Uh, but then I looked at let's go to Disneyland Paris, and flights are ten thousand oh. dollars for the four of us to go. So oh. not doing that. That was just basic economy, by the way. But anyway, so yeah, things are more expensive. Yada yada yada. Uh, but if and when we do go to Magic Kingdom and ride Tiana's um, Bayou Adventure at Disney World, will it be in Frontierland? Will it be Ooh. in a New Orleans Square-ish type thing? And will Frontierland exist? And will Thunder Mountain be in, I don't know, some uh, South America light brown land? I don't know. <laughs> Coco presents Thunder Mountain. Okay. <laughs> no, I, I think, yay. I think that the direction they're going to go in is it's still going to be Frontierland, but Frontierland yeah. is going to consist of a New Orleans Square, a Cocoa Land, a Thunder Mountain, and a uh, Encanto. Because clearly, they're not going to do that for years. Because clearly, so Encanto and Cocoa take place in the same. But place. couldn't Tiana's Bayou Adventure and Tiana's Place or Palace currently? Um, Pecos Bill, couldn't that all happen pretty quick? I think so. And then you've you've cut off Frontierland. Excuse me. Pardon me. You've cut off Thunder Mountain. So you'd have to annex it somewhere. Um, I, 
I don't know that you necessarily have to do that. I think yeah. that I think that this that this is the same line of thinking. And I'm not saying this to be critical, but I think this is the same line of thinking as like, well, Tiana's Bayou Adventure in Disneyland is, of course, obviously going to be in New Orleans Square because it's New Orleans-y, which that line of thinking Stand also presents a, a, a parallel reality where it's like, so Winnie the Pooh is going to be the only thing left in Critter Country? It's like, <laughs> no, you can have critters everywhere. So Tiana's, Tiana's Bayou Adventure is going to take place in Critter Country, but it's going to share aesthetic elements with New Orleans Square, which is right next door. I think that they, and they've done that with like Fantasyland, or sorry, New Fanty in Natch Kingdom, where you have like these little areas like the circus and, the, mm-hmm. you know, like I think, I think, it's going to be end up being neighborhoods, and I think Disney has learned that if you try to get rid of anything, and I'm using air quotes here, historical, mm-hmm. that the crazy people, I'm sorry, the patriots and the historians online. Get, get those quotes back up. <laughs> patriots and historians online will make it just completely ridiculous and silly. So if you just kind of just change the aesthetics a little bit to be like, yeah, this looks kind of like New Orleans, but it's still frontier land. Nimrod. (laughs) Um, Okay. So I'll give an example. Um, Adventureland in Magic Kingdom. Mm -hmm. You've got the treehouse, you've got the Tiki Room, you've got Jungle Cruise, and then you've got sort of, to, to your point or using your phrase, a neighborhood of the pirates sort of pirates courtyard pirates cove kind right. of feel like it right. feels like a different part of adventureland but it's its own sort of thing so you mm-hmm. could say frontierland with a with a bayou cove or a new orleansy cove yeah and i think i think the 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 space and the sprawl of uh disney world really lends itself to that kind of thing you know to kind of go yeah. like well we have all this space let's just theme it up I think we're going to find out a lot. I, I hope that we find out a lot at the D23 in the late summer. I think that's going to that's going to speak volumes as to where this company's current direction is. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Epic Universe and what's Disney's response going to be. And I think if they do not respond in August, September, then I think they're just, I think that at that point they're resting on their laurels and like, listen, come at me, bro. <laughs> we're, people are coming no matter what. All you're going to do when you open a new park is people will come to your park, then they're going to come to ours. They haven't been to Orlando in a long time. We're still going to get the revenue. Suck it. I think- and hey, if you're going to D23, please stop by the Supreme Resort booth uh, where oh, we'll be handing out buttons and ice cream. And don't forget to take part in our Asher uh, costume contest. Yes. Um, I, <laughs> I think Disney is possibly, with Epic Universe, realizing what I have been kind of thinking, which is I think Epic universe is going to end up just being a bunch. It's like six flags with minimal theming overlays, but they've got the monsters and they've got yeah. the, the Harry Potters and they've got the, I don't the, know. How to train your dragon. I, you know, it, it feels like grasping at straws land. Like do, <laughs> do people really care about the monsters? No. It's less no, about the monsters and more about what they like do us. inside. <laughs> And the dragon thing, it's not for me, whatever. The Harry Potter thing is wonderful and exquisite, but 
nobody cares about the the ministry stuff. I mean, it's, gonna it's be, really going to have to be about the attraction. If it's and, not about the attraction, it's about the theme, it's not going to do well. Considering it's a mile away, you got to right. take a bus from the one place to the other and, and go across like freeways. Freeways, yeah. Like this isn't this isn't Disney World where you're still in the bubble. Like you've got to leave the Universal bubble to go to a different bubble. And, and the intention for the neighborhoods. This is another thing that I've that I've observed of late. <clears throat> the little neighborhoods that you can kind of isolate these. Uh, what do they call them? The the portals, right? Yeah, I think it is super close to the convention center. Oh, so yeah. you have you know multi multinational corporation X wants to host their company event at a theme park, they can just close a portal. That's mm, interesting. Then, yeah, I've heard that too. Where yeah. yeah, why not why not just rent out the whole area for a night? But not the whole theme park, just the portal. Yeah. So you have monsters, everyone else in the general public, you don't have to close the whole park. You can still have all these other portals while this one company thing happens is anyway. It, it, Jim Hill, I think, said it. Yeah. Well, and I, and I think I think people are incorrectly assuming that all of I mean, Epic Universe, I like the ambition of it. It looks really interesting and I agree. I'm sure parts of it will be really cool, but I'm it I think too many people are assuming that it's all going to be at the same level as like Harry Potter Land. I don't think so. It, I, uh, I think you're right. Maybe not Six Flags, but yeah, like not, better theme Six Flags. But like if you remember listener I, you know, they got the Warner Brothers stuff, right? In that Batman ride, you pick your six flags because everybody had one. That <laughs> Batman ride with the queue and it was like Gotham-y and what it was like, oh, this is so well-themed, you know? Yeah. I, I see it like that. Not immersive yeah. theming, but like better than just switchbacks on a roller coaster. Yeah. And when we said it's so well-themed, what we really meant was, oh, they they, they tried it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's graffiti on the wall that makes yeah, it look exactly. Like I'm transported to the mean streets of Gotham. <laughs> That's right. So I could see that. I mean, they've got a lot more attention. They've got a lot more financing. You know, Comcast slash you know whoever owns them. Um, they're putting money in this thing, and and I think they're truly going after Disney. And I don't think Disney's going back. I don't think they're fighting back. I think I think they're they're I think that yes they are going after Disney but in doing so they are accidentally going after a market that Disney doesn't really care to serve which is just you know teens. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> just teens. I mean yeah I mean Six Six Flags has its audience it's got its place. And rightfully so. I'm not yeah. saying that like it's wrong to do that. I just think that and yeah, there will probably be some, they'll probably feel some heat for some amount of time, but then like after the first year or so, and by the way, Disney should absolutely be investing more than they are. I'm, I'm not saying this right. to like say, well, the universal blows Disney. I mean, Disney is screwing up currently, Agreed. currently we'll, we'll see about D 23. But um, having said that, I think that after the first year or so people will just realize that, it's a similar dynamic. It will be a similar d- dynamic to what exists here in California, where it's just like, okay, do you want to go to Six Flags? Sorry, do you want to do you want to go to Magic Mountain or do you want to go to Disneyland? And if you can't decide, you go to Knotts. You know, another <laughs> another thought, Dan, was I, I've we take for granted our level of nerdery and our right. level of knowledge in the parks, and and 
odds are our listeners have the same level of nerdery. So speaking to everyone listening, I have booked enough trips to Disney World and Universal with concierge to know that most people don't know the difference. Mm. I've booked trips to Universal. I've booked trips to Disney. My own mother, I booked a trip and she's like, where's the Harry Potter land at Disney World? (laughs) (laughs) That's legit. And, And I booked a trip to Universal for a family and they're like, how do we get to the Magic Kingdom from you know Universal Studios, like like it's all part of the same thing, right? It, mm-hmm. Does this ticket get me into Epcot also? The one I have for Universal? Mm-hmm. No, no, no. They're two different companies. And is all this <laughs> stuff Fred. outside of the globe also Epcot, or is that exactly. Universal? So that's and that's exactly the point. I think there's enough people who don't know the difference that perhaps Disney is saying, you know, listen again. Like I said a minute ago, you go to Universal Epic Universe. That's its own thing. While you're there, you're going to go to the rest of Disney World. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You know, it's like you're going to go to Magic Kingdom still because that's why you're in Orlando. You're you're going to do this epic thing. But while you're there, you're, of course, going to do the rest of Disney World, right? <laughs> anyway, I don't know. We'll find out in September. No more speculation. But by the way, if you are interested in booking an overly expensive trip to Disney World uh, or a regularly universe, expensive, don't regularly don't. expensive. <laughs> And it, listen, if you're going <laughs> once every few years, four grand's not that bad. When you go True. every year, it adds up. And I um, mean, not to go full boomer on this, but I mean, like. Back in my day. <laughs> I mean, when was the last time you had a $5 foot long? Well, that, that's kind of you my know? point, Dan. <laughs> she even said, like, we used to get annual passes for it. I'm like, yeah. And we used to buy, you know, hamburgers for a quarter at McDonald's. Like, what are we doing here? (laughs) We knew that it was going to get more expensive. This is none of this is a surprise. What is really the problem? Anyway, uh, you can call 856-OUR-EARS or reach out to concierge.com. Book a cruise, everyone. Yeah, I was going to say, let's go with the copy here. (laughs) This is the year of the cruise for concierge. If you've thought about doing a cruise... This is the year of the cruise. We get more commissions now. <laughs> cruises. So <laughs> don't say that part. Uh, oh, wait. It's the anyway. So, book a cruise. We, I just did one. We've talked about it a couple times on the show. It's really been a lot of fun. Uh, our, the, the president of the concierge just did a cruise. Uh, I think most concierges have done a Disney cruise. We've got a group of specialized experts. I just got recertified for Disney Cruise Line. Uh, evidently, it's great. I think so you, you should, should do perform it. weddings. <laughs> sure. <laughs> On the cruise. Eight, five, six hour ears. Find someone who can book. I can obviously do your cruise for you. But if, if you would like to do work with someone who's actually been on one, uh, we can find somebody to help. But ask for me anyway. Yeah, and if you want to get married on the cruise, um, Dan is uh, uh, Dan. Dan is the only one who's certified as a minister. So I can't right. believe that of the three of us, I'm the well. Okay, I can't believe that of the three of us. But yeah, why of are the three you of us, two by the not? Way. You need Dan to- is not the only one in the world who's <laughs> certified. Just in this in this podcast host, you just have to pay for Dan to come with you. Yeah, sure. hey, listen, sure. most of these sleep five. So if you have a family of four. <laughs> Dan, Dan will sleep on the pullout, and he will marry you. Well, and I've learned that many of those villas have a pullout from the ceiling. Yeah, and if you pull you it down, like you up get the ceiling when you're. <laughs> yeah, so just pull it down. There just will Dan be. Dan into the ceiling. Hi, how's it going? 
I'll play an uh, asterisk. I'll play an asterisk clip for you. <laughs> book a cruise. You don't have to just book a cruise. Book anything you want. We got it all covered. A five six hour ears, and that brings us to everyone's new favorite uh, segment: Dan's Frosted Tips. <laughs> Wait, what was the the theme song for Dan's Frosted Tips? Oh. I have the mailbag ready, but not Dan. Um, uh, just play uh, it. Play play Hillhouser. <laughs> Hi, I'm Hewell House. Okay, there we go. go. <laughs> uh, I, I have a correction, past show, past tip correction. What I said about seeing Magic Happens or any parade up by uh, It's a Small World, don't do that. It's a really bad idea. <laughs> really? Yeah, it's a really bad idea. But you get to see the pre-dance, Dan. Well, you get to see the pre-dance, but I mean, okay, let me let me restate that. The whole like hack of getting to that certain spot at a certain time doesn't really work th- up there, but you do get to see uh, if you see the the big the the first parade from up there. There's still plenty of viewing. It's a really it's a it's a big space. Uh, they they built this whole like multi tiered viewing area where you can really see it. You, you can basically walk up to the normal seating. At about yeah, half an hour before, fifteen minutes before, okay, still get a reasonably good spot, uh, and you get to see the beginning of the parade, which is they do a little the the the, the dancers at the beginning do a very s- specific sort of opening dance that you only see if you see the parade actually start. It's is it worth going out of your way for and pissing off your family who would rather go on Space Mountain? No, not at all. But <laughs> if you weren't aware of that, it exists. And uh, I still stand by the viewing that I mentioned on Main Street between the train station and Great Bones, Mr. Lincoln. You can still walk up even five minutes before and it's wide open. And you can buy a hat while you're and you waiting. You can buy a hat at the Mad Hatter. That's right. Yeah. That's a frosted tip right there. Buy a hat at the Mad Hatter. <laughs> there we go. This is our expertise at play. Hi, I'm Huell Hauser. There, there it is. Go. Closing it up. Let's open up the old mailbag. Hey. <laughs> Hi, welcome to uh, Dance Mailbag of Mail. It's me again. Uh, welcome to the place where we also have voicemail. That's yeah, right. Yeah, we do. Call in. What's the number? Uh, eight five six R ears. Yeah. <laughs> how did how did uh, Toy Soldier Mike call? Oh, it was called was it called the uh, ears up? It's on the it's on the ears up website. You can click onto the thing on the ears ups and then uh, leave a voicemail like this one. And and if you start the voicemail okay, with Eric, like first that all, with one of our names, one eighty on the sweet spot, Jason. That's where I first heard your your sultry tones. Ooh. And I want to say, I hope those pain meds are working out for you. Uh, you may not remember, but uh, you recorded a vomit ride episode. Oh, I remember. October of 2022 that I just listened to. And I, I want you to know that I was on pain meds when I rode Mission Space in 2004. And as I reached for the bag, my wife said, oh, no, you don't. <laughs> and then the ride ended and we're still married. Yep. So there's hope for everyone. That's Great right. job, guys. Uh, look forward to the next one. That's Toy Soldier Mike. 
who apparently vomited on his wife on yeah. the space <laughs> They're still married. She wanted it. She wanted uh, yeah. it. She's like, no, no, yeah. not in the bag, honey. Right, <laughs> right here. here. Right here. <laughs> um, no, no, no. So, Hold on. <laughs> we share everything now. <laughs> Where's that zipper? Um, here's oh. hyphenpodcast.com forward slash contact. And there, there we have it. It's proof that uh, you can find love and... <laughs> There's someone for everyone. So I'm That's right. To say. Um, that is true. Which? <laughs> oh yeah, uh, zip it up. There it goes. The front and the back part. Um, so, uh, and that that brings us to. <laughs> I, I, so we had single. Is there writers? an actual show happening? <laughs> no. Oh okay. Oh, Wait. there is. Huh? Our, the show. The show today, Dan. I know where you're going. The the show today. Yeah. Is building up to our uh, spring. It's, a, it's the spring stravaganza. Mm-hmm. Oh, aka March Madness, aka whatever. Our spring stravaganza this year is the best single rider line. Yeah, at the resorts mm, between yeah. Disneyland and Disney World. What is the best single rider line? So we thought, what better way <laughs> to promote the single rider spring stravaganza uh-huh. than to reach out? To our previous sponsor. <laughs> okay. We dropped them once. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They went in a weird direction. They ha- they said they've gone, they've kind of found, refound, rediscovered their roots. <laughs> and they have sent us uh, an advertisement copy to promote. Oh, good. So they're into it. They are. The okay. S- single writer spring extravaganza. Now, I have not read this. I just got it in. Uh-huh. Back to our roots. And Eric? Do you often feel lonely? Do you love theme parks but can't find anyone who shares your various passions? Do you like to share your passion with the world? Do you feel your passions in the extreme? Perhaps the various indignities caused by those left-wing AOC-loving douche nozzles? That is where Single Riders is here to help. There it is. Single Rioters oh. huh, is a direct-to-consumer app that links you to other like-minded individuals who are not afraid to speak their minds and wield their flags and pitchforks to save our country. Uh, okay. Single Rioters. Join us in January 2025 for our next fan event where we will peacefully <laughs> oh. protest until oh, no. our candidate becomes the one true king and overlord. Oh, Okay. Where the true Johnson will so, do the work that Mike Penis didn't have the balls to do. Right. So they're very. <laughs> for special rates, use promo code Save the Hostages <laughs> for 20% off our already unjust prices. Confederate flags optional. Oh, and you might meet some people. Hashtag dictator for one day. Huh. Uh, so th- I, I mean. They've paid us already. Have, have they? Okay. Has the check okay. cleared? Sorry, I I just lo- I was lost in the reading. I'm sorry. What was it? <laughs> Jimmy didn't didn't listen to the words he was saying. No, no, I get. <laughs> I get. Oh, single rioters. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. Looks like they were <laughs> kind of just gone in that. They they've just doubled down on the. Oh man. Where they were going. Uh, well, listener, uh, we apologize. I'm now going back to reading. Hashtag dictator for the first day. Yeah. yeah. 
They're not okay. talking about potatoes, I don't think. No. Um, but I liked the, the the Johnson and penis kind of. That was good. That was clever. I, I, yeah. I have to give them that. I don't like it, but I, like that was clever. Yeah. <laughs> they meant pence. Yes, I got that part. Oh, I just, I didn't read the part about the news. Oh, God. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, the news. I didn't read the part about nooses. All right, anyway. Oh. So. Um, uh, Thank you for your check, single rioters. Please don't visit their website. Don't visit their website. Uh, Okay, well, we'll do a better job at um, screening those, but we like those checks. So, um, All right, so single single writer spring stravaganza is our March Madness bracket. Um, When we looked into this, Dan suggested a brilliant idea. Let's put all other things on hold. Uh, Kids menus, for example. Still, we're going to do it eventually. Still going to do it next year, maybe. Best best kids menu. Uh, Great idea. Uh, Best uh, best um, tiki room. Can we? Can we? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, we could two. do best bird in the tea room. Ooh. Oh, that's the worst in oh. the presidents. The sexiest bird. Yeah. Um, we already figured out best bathroom is the stinky room. We got that covered. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, best children's menus. We've come up with some others. But but best single writer line. We figured that this is some of the uh, feedback we've gotten is that people enjoy our expertise in the parks and giving some uh, tips and suggestions. That's where Dan's Frosted Tips came into play. And so this episode, these episodes are going to really help uh, our listener kind of get some tips and tricks on, is it best to use single rider line? Should I buy the lightning lane instead or use the lightning lane instead? Should I just wait in line? So we thought, what a great idea. A uh, single rider, best single rider line between Disneyland and Disney World. We're going to use this episode to break it down and get to the Elite Eight which is for at Disney World, for at Disneyland, and be able to have an extensive conversation about how did we get to the top four in each resort. <laughs> um, good news, bad news, Disney World did it for us because there's only four. <laughs> Yay. Well, okay, I'm looking at my notes. Jimmy, what do you have as your four? Because I have five. Uh, Rock and Roller Coaster starring okay. Aerosmith. Okay. Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's yep. Run, Test Track. Mm-hmm. And Expedition Everest. Oh, so you're not counting the mostly fake single rider line on Space Mountain, which we shouldn't anyway. So that's fine. At Walt Disney World? I don't know that that exists. I have never seen a single rider there. Apparently, according to a YouTube person that I saw on the YouTube, uh, as of a couple months ago, there's a spot. <laughs> you Basically, you have to wait through most of the line. But then when you get to the actual loading area, ah. you can say to someone, Hi, I'm lonely or single rider or whatever. By the way, I'll make jokes like that. I use it all the time and I go to the parks by myself. So don't get, you know, weird. Um, say, Hey, I'm a single rider. And they'll like take you in the, like this back door and put you into a special line where they like. So yeah. at the split, where at the split, <laughs> you basically have to wait, you know, 80% of the way. I mean, depending on the, the day, because there, sometimes you get up to there and there's, there's a lot of switchback left. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, so let's let, let's use the parameter. There has to be a sign that says single rider. Totally. Yeah. On the queue. So in that case, uh, Rock and Roller Coaster, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, uh, Test Track, and Expedition Everest at Disney World, at Disneyland, Goofy Sky School, Incredicoaster, The Matterhorn, Millennium Falcon, Smuggler's Run, uh, Radiator Springs Racers, Soarin' Around the California, Space Mountain, um, 
the Web Slingers and Grizzly River Run. Did you Those get are all attractions that have single rider? I might have missed it. You you got in Credit Coaster, right? I did. Okay. Um, so two things I'll, of note. Thing number one: Disneyland.com has a specific web page for yeah. single rider attractions. Disneyworld.com does not. Search for single rider in Disneyworld.com. You will not find anything that references single rider. Question, so, and I don't have a direction to go in here, but it is a question. Even though it is closed due to reasons that our sponsor would not approve of, mm-hmm. do we include Splash Mountain? Uh, we should. It doesn't exist. But or if Tiana's it did, Bayou Adventure. But we don't know we, that it will. That's fair. Okay, that's fair. Okay, that's fair. Um, we yeah, have does, mentioned it now. It once existed and might not. That's just one that we need to address and make a call, and that call is perfectly apt. I think we can make that call in a if there's any kind of appeals process, right, which right. we're going to start doing sooner than later. Uh, but for now, for the Elite Eight, we have landed on four at Disney World, so that is no longer up for debate. That is the Rock and Roller Coaster starring Aerosmith, Fal- Millennium Falcon Smugglers Run, Test Track, and Expedition Everest. We can talk about those four now and talk about their their value, but I think because they're already set, we can use that for the next episode mm-hmm. to talk about those attractions, those single rider experiences. At the end of this, at the end of the next episode, we will have landed on the two best and why, and then ultimately the best single rider line at all Disneyland, Disney World combined. So this episode, we need to break down the nine attractions at Disneyland Resort that have single rider option to determine the top four. And then maybe we could also move the discussions. I I still want to have about like whether it's like when to use single rider versus not versus lightning lane. Cause that's going to be very attraction specific, but like what single rider is. I know some people have issues with like, well, I don't want to get in single rider like, to when the line's short, it's like, why, you know, right. We can have that discussion, uh, on the next episode. Where was I going with this? Uh, Oh, also, uh, but there are, there are, there are some global things that I want to cover here. And especially at Disneyland, um, single rider is usually available on all these things. That's true. Not always. Expedition Everest is a good example of not always available. Right. And what I've learned is is that, Well, what I've learned sure. is that if if you go to the place and they say like, yeah, we don't have single rider light right now, come back in a little bit. It, it is not the same thing as when they say this ride is closed and we can't tell you when it's going to reopen, come back in a little bit. What they what they mean is that shift is on its break right now. So <laughs> come back in half an hour or so and it will be back open because huh. understandably, if if single rider requires like a person to make it go like on space mountain. I'm sure Everest sounds like is a similar thing. If you actually need labor to make the single rider function as a single Mm -hmm. rider line, then that is understandably going to be the first shift that they pull. If like, you know, uh, Timmy calls out again or whatever. Um, My observation, I think you're astutely correct. Uh, My observation to Everest is less about um, a head count and more about just, it's just not busy. Mm. So 
Yeah, if it, the line's maybe moving, push you, but the line's moving. Let's just not worry about an empty right. seat. It doesn't matter. Right. Okay. Um, but I, here's what I'd like to do, Dan uh, and Eric, is the nine attractions at Disneyland. Let's go through them. I have them listed alphabetically. And let's go through them and talk about the single rider experience. And let's narrow down the top four at Disneyland. Um, should we, in fairness, say that Millennium Falcon should be in the top four because there's an equivalent or no? Hmm. I would argue that it needs to be in the top four because it is a damn good single rider line. It, it, yeah. It, I mean, it misses. Well, this is something that we'll discuss as we go through. It misses part of the show. Mm-hmm. But yes, it is. You a, miss Doc Ondor. It is a no Hondo Anaka. That's what I meant. See, you were paying attention. Good job, Eric. The doctor is in another Like It misses part of the show, but it also is a damn good single rider. Like the the first probably five times I went on Millennium Falcon, I did the single rider line. Um, And yeah, it's it's great. So uh, yeah, that's a consideration. And maybe okay. maybe it's it's Falcon versus Falcon at some point. I don't know. Maybe uh, misses part of the show, but is a damn fine single writer. Why is it a damn fine single writer? Well, first of all, to access this, it's, uh, we should get in, get into this because we want to get more into that you know tips and tricks kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, to access the single writer, correct me if it's different at uh, Disney World. You, when no. you when you get to the entryway, there's going to be starting from your right. Because that's how we, we present things. It's mm-hmm. going to be uh, standby, standby, yep, lightning lane, and yeah. then a bunch of uh, pissed off teenagers who work there. Mm-hmm. And uh, finally, to your left is going to be single, single rider line, and you're going to basically yeah. go up a set of stairs, and you're ready to ride. And you Pretty don't much. need permission; you just go. Yeah, just um, go, and it's a very fast thing. And will you be engineer? One hundred percent. Usually, I mean, unless you get that rare family or group that's just like, I don't want to drive this, and you're like, I'm not going to tell you, you're not actually. I driving don't like this. murdering Tie Fighter pilots. Yeah, why, Maybe why? you should it's do a, it. It's awesome. <laughs> um, also, when you get to a certain point in the single rider line, there's a split where you can either go right or left. The yes. one to the right is far more viewable and prominent, but if you go to the left, it's the same thing, and it's probably going to be like no one there. Um, yeah. because people tend to go to the right. Well, and also it's just, it's right in front of you where to the left, you would have to like turn and know yeah. that it's there. Yeah. Very good point. There's nobody standing at the top of the stairs. Well, yeah. Nobody you. tells you. Yeah. So it, here are the notes that I have for future reference. First of all, Millennium Falcon smugglers run will be on the top four elite eight for Disneyland. Uh, Mrs. Part of the queue show, mm-hmm. uh, Hondo Anaka specifically, but it is a damn fine single rider line. You'll probably be the engineer. If you go to the left, it's basically the same thing as the right, but less people. And if you count the uh, Millennium Falcon loading area as show, it's probably a minute wait, maybe two, unless there's someone else. Like it, it's you generally get put into a group almost immediately. Yes. Oh, agreed. yeah. With uh, to my exp- in my experience, zero exceptions. Yeah. Okay. So, anything else on Millennium Falcon for this argument before we get into the deep dive in the next episode? Um, um, I would I would also add on Millennium Falcon, you get to sometimes watch families fall apart, which is really fun, or you also get to watch people re- realize what the ride actually is and start having fun 
about halfway through, and that's really great. Also, it has a very low creep factor. Okay, hold on. Before you get to creep factor, unrelated to single rider lines, just the ride itself. That's true. That that's true. But because you could see that whether you're a single rider or whatever rider. That's, that's true. People. That's true. I mean, yeah. it's it's a little. There's a little bit of that. Yeah, I, I see what you're saying. You're not wrong, but I think that this is a unique feature to this single rider line because it is such a social ride. Um, you get to not be alone. For <laughs> oh, damn. You're part of the family for a few minutes. <laughs> also, but I mean, I also want to include because I do use these and I do frankly look like somebody who would have been at the January 6th uh, party years ago. Um, I, Next I, year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I experience like, the occasional uh oh, what's this creepy person doing next to me? And I don't blame them, rightfully so. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, The creep factor on this ride is very, very low. Because when you get up there, they generally assume that you're a pro Yeah. because you did the the single rider. And quite often I've been asked, so what do we do? Yeah, (laughs) right, right. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. Well, and you also, I mean, the seating's good. Everything's very clearly like you, everyone has their own seat. You're not sitting awkwardly a little bit too close to somebody uh, who you just met. And you also have the, your, your inclusion in this group, like verified and approved of by several cast members. It's like, okay, you are a group now. I, I like that creep factor um, analysis. Yes, that is fair. Yeah, you're just, nobody cares. You're just there for the ride. All right, I'm adding that into the brackets, <laughs> creep factor. Because <laughs> it's a real thing, it exists. Well, it's not like, you know, you're you're straddling somebody, like old school. Not like you used to Matterhorn. <laughs> Straddle. Gone woke. Um, All right, creep factor low. Right. What you, what you miss is missable after the first time. Uh-huh. Okay, are you talking about Hondo Anaka? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. It is actually themed to be, from what I can tell, a single rider line. You're not just like going through a back hallway. Um, it's a themed hallway. Yeah. Sure. But like, as far as I know, it's not used for anything else. It's not, you're not like weirdly walking through the exit like some attractions. Uh huh. Um, Take that, it, Space Mountain. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, it doesn't feel like an afterthought. Uh, let's see what else. Uh, time saved a ton. Reliability, it's always available. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I'm adding more more notes now. Hold on. Oh well. Um, okay, so then, so I've got notes, missed cue, creep factor, time it, saver. It is themed. Um, like you, 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 you don't feel like you've stepped out of the environment into a back hallway like they used to do on Star Tours when they had a single rider line on Star Tours for some reason. Um, and the ride is, it's the same. Okay. Okay. Um, and those are all, those are all of my categorical notes. I think theme. that I wanted to add. Oh, I have changed. Okay. The single uh, rider I, at Disneyland Star Tours, what what was it? Because at Walt Disney World, I was there once with a friend who was in a wheelchair, and we basically went on this weird, you kind of went up near, like in the main, because it's, it's, it's mostly ramp, but we would go 
up a ramp and then along by the the non-animatronic calamarian who's in the like control mm. booth over the C-3PO and R2-D2 area. Single Rider and Star Tours, by the way, doesn't exist anymore, should have never existed, um, is what the experience was. was you would be handed a little, is this a Single Rider line card? Uh, and you would, t- you would then go through, uh, just picture it, imagine you're there, you're looking at the building uh, from like, under the people mover track that okay. still exists. Um, you have entry to the right and then queue to the left. You're like right there where the sign is, the, the uh-huh. waiting time sign. You would go in through the little door that says cast members only <laughs> <laughs> with a cast member who had to say, hold on, we're going to do this very awkward thing to the entire line. And then they would watch you go through the door and then they would walk you up a flight of stairs <laughs> oh. to the spot where they board gates one and two. <laughs> okay. And then gates three they, and four would just have a bunch of empty seats. <laughs> they don't, they don't need singles. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, all right. So we're going to move on in the interest of time. Uh, that was star tours no longer exists. No longer exists. Okay. Um, Goofy Sky School in alphabetical orders. Goofy Sky School single rider line. It's an outdoor queue, identical on either side, I believe. Or am I conflating that with? Um, there's only one. Yeah, okay. there's only. One. I'm conflating with the one at Disney World that's not there anymore. The um, anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not there. Goofy Sky Primeval School World. <clears throat> thank you. Goofy Sky School single rider. Dan, I do not have experience with this. Please go. Uh, you walk up. Uh, first of all, you make sure that they're doing a single rider, which sometimes they're not, but usually they are. Sometimes they're not. Usually they are almost always. Uh, and, and in this case, it's someone might need to go on their break or something. Um, and usually you will not see the sign if the single rider line is. Yeah. Yeah. I rarely see a sign out. So, um, you walk up the stairs that are located right by the entrance to basically the spot where they load people. And you kind of shuffle along weirdly, depending on how many people are there. Usually not a lot. You can usually get on very quickly. And then uh, they say, you can need a single rider. And then you shoehorn yourself into a very, very small vehicle, usually in the backseat, next to what is often a frightened child. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Or a dad. Whose frightened child is sitting in the front with mom. Right. And um, to be fair, it was a tight fit when I was in good shape. Um, it's it's a tight fit. But again, that's the ride, not the single rider. Yeah, I was going to say. Uh, I would say creep factor potentially very high because not many people know that the single rider line even exists. And you're just kind of thrown in there. <laughs> um, again, time saved. Very good. Theming. It's. It's as None. themed as the rest of the ride, right. which, I mean, that's a bigger discussion to have. Uh, Eric, what do you think? You've done it before. Yeah, I have done it, but I mean, it's it's very much like the lightning lane mm-hmm. for Goofy Sky School, where you're, you're skipping 
what is an insignificant line that is mostly just a pain if you have to wait at all for it. Like, oh, it's, I a, doing this? it's a significant line these days. Yeah, it's, it, it can it's be like 30, 45 minutes on, oh, on the rig. Yeah, that's, that's too long to be waiting for what is one of my favorite rides because I love a, a wild mouse. But yeah, uh, so I love Matterhorn. Matterhorn. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was the first time I ever cursed your names. <laughs> Thank you. So but sweet. not the last. <laughs> <laughs> I will say, as a larger person, there is a problem that Goofy Sky School presents that is, again, more the ride, but it is enhanced by the inherent awkwardness that can come with Knocking single rider. Knocking with somebody you don't know. Well, yeah. there's that, but also. There are some cars which are very, very picky about how much the, the lap restraint locks. Like huh. usually you get one or two clicks and you're good, mm-hmm. but there are, are certain cars and this has been explained to me because it happened. And I was like, I guess I'm too fat for your dumb ride. And they're like, no, 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 <laughs> come back, come back, please. <laughs> and they're, and they actually, the, the like, ride doesn't stop. <laughs> so thankfully they explained it. They're like, there are certain cars that if it doesn't go a certain number of clicks, the whole ride will break down. Oh. And so you are potentially, and I'm talking to you, fellow fatty, <laughs> you and <Yes>. I together, <laughs> not, not you, Eric, you, other listeners who are, who share this BMI, <laughs> um, you are potentially put in the situation of not only ruining this family's ride, <laughs> but breaking down the entire Wow. Ride. <laughs> which again more the ride than the single rider line but the single rider line element doesn't help <laughs> nice huh okay uh, so notes for for goofy uh walk on at the entrance uh potentially sit next to a scared child <laughs> thus creep factor is high mm-hmm. time savers medium high the theming is it's a good yeah. very good time saver. okay hi um the theme is the same but that's not saying much <laughs> right okay let's move on to grizzly river run mm. Ooh, i've never Eric? done single on this one okay because I. I generally don't go on this ride because i don't like to be wet because hey, eric's man. a cat um <laughs> 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 so the single rider line at grizzly river run is uh, you go through the exit. First of all, just so we can get this out of the way, if you're not sure where to find the single rider line and we're talking about it, it has a single rider line. There are cast members. They can help you. Um, just walk he, up and say, I'm lonely. And they'll, they'll point <laughs> you toward the... <laughs> it's me again. <laughs> <laughs> Try to rope them into a conversation because you don't have... <laughs> Because you haven't socialized in years. So, uh, nice weather today, huh? <laughs> Just get in line, okay? They love it. They love it so much. <laughs> um, so you you basically you go through the exit, which is very. It's not the most awkward, but it's awkward. You're um, crossing exiters. You're, you're crossing them. crossing exiters. Um, it's fun because you get to see how wet everyone is. Uh, and then you just kind of like stand there waiting for them to put you in a boat. Are you on a turntable at this point? You are not on the turntable. Well, you're on, you're not on the <laughs> turning part of the turntable. Yeah, you have to walk the whole time. <laughs> you know, you know what you did. Um, you are at the spot where they put basically where the grouper is. You're hanging out with the grouper and you're like, hey, what's up? Pretty busy today, right? Um, 
And then they, at some point, they, they're like, that one, and you go. And then you, it's almost like the inverse social situation as uh, Millennium Falcon. Millennium Falcon, because it's just like everyone else is there and they know each other and they're having fun and interacting. It's just like, hey, Uncle Uncle Gary always gets it. Is it going to be here this time? And, and yeah. you, get to ex- you get to experience that. Like, You're like, hey, yeah, hey Gary. I yeah, it's your turn. Sometimes get wet too. <laughs> so, creep factor high. Creep factor high? It's about as high as it gets. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot uh, of people. Yeah. It's a lot of people. Yeah. You're all so facing each other. Yeah. Eight, are there eight in a boat? There's eight in a boat. <laughs> uh, probably a family of four and then a, a, you know, a couple. Yeah. Or like a three and yeah. Yeah. yeah it's <laughs> <pretty cool. laughs> Uncle Frank. Sometimes, uh, what about the time saver on that one, Dan? Uh, pretty high. I would say pretty high. Medium high. Me. Yeah. Medium high. Um, okay. What about the theme? Um, it's, it's still wood. You're walking yeah, it's, through it's wood. as themed as anything over there. Yeah, which good is, point because it's just outside. Yeah, which is not—it's not like a goofy sky school thing where it's like, I mean, they barely tried. Like right. it's just—it's st- the environment is still. If you haven't listened to our episode on this, listen to it. You're still in that environment. Um, does okay. it save versus lightning lane? Which we haven't gone into Ooh, that. No, we have not. That's fair. Yeah. I think that might be for our, the the final episode, but I mean, it's it's similar to Lightning Lane, but you'll be separated potentially. I would if say you're going with people. W- time or not, I would say Lightning Lane is probably the unless you just want to get on the ride. Lightning Lane is probably the way to go because you get to spend just a hair more time in that environment. And that environment okay. is really cool. Yeah, and it, I mean, if you're going on single rider, they're gonna they're gonna make you wait a little longer versus a lightning lane, right? And, okay, so going and back if you're with again. a group, if you're with a group, definitely a Millennium Falcon. You want to do lightning lane. Uh, Goofy Sky School doesn't matter. It's right. like watching a movie. You're not gonna like talk to each other the whole time. Uh, Grizzly River Run. If you were with a group, definitely lightning. Yeah, line. that's a communal experience. Yeah, yeah. I, I, do, I just stop me if you disagree, but I, I feel like this should not be. We need to set the parameter that single rider, you will be separated. Right. So Usually, let's yes. just take the group aspect out of it. Not to say that you have to be at Disneyland in order to do the single rider. Right, right, right. But let's assume you're not going to be with your group. So if you're not going to be with your group, then all factors remain equal. Mm-hmm. Creep factor stays the same. Mm-hmm. All the other things stay the same. Mm-hmm. So what I have right now is it, Lightning Lane versus Single Rider. Uh, Millennium Falcon Single Rider is better. Um, Grizzly Lightning Lane is better. What do we feel about Goofy? Uh, single Rider is better. Or Lightning Lane is better. Single Rider. Single Rider. Just because the time. Okay. Um, all right. Moving on to Incredicoaster. Oh, Incredicoaster. Um, there have been so many times where I've been in the single rider line, and I feel like if I had just gotten the lightning lane, or if I had just waited in the regular line, I would uh-huh. have gotten on in the same amount of time. Spoilers for uh, Rock, uh, Radiator Springs Racers? Yeah, Radiator Springs, <laughs> not, I think, no, is not, much not, faster. Not quite. Okay. All right, um, so Incredicoaster, single rider. How do we do this? 
It's interesting because you do get to come in basically at the exit. Okay. And then you get to take an elevator. And then you get to take another elevator. <laughs> but there's a lot of standing around going, what are we doing here? What? Why? Why aren't we moving? Which is why I think creep factor is extremely low because you're all just a bunch of creeps. Ah. Oh, oh, that's fair. Because the person you're getting on the ride with, since there's only one other, could also be a single rider. Potentially. But you're you're with this group, so you're waiting along the pier, and it feels that feels like forever until you realize yeah. how this thing operates. And then they shuffle a group of, let's say, 12. I don't know if that's that that's the exact number, but whatever. Whatever the capacity is of the elevator. Right. And right. then they shuffle a group of 12 into another little shame pile at the <laughs> exit. And then they uh, then they say, okay, go ahead. And somehow the group just figures out that you go up the elevator across and down the other elevator. And then all of a sudden things are moving real fast. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. You're just in yeah. this cluster and it's like, wait, who, who gets out of the elevator first? doesn't matter. doesn't matter because it's going to go real fast. Yeah. And the, and they have a dedicated grouper in the loading station where if they see an empty spot, they're like single. <laughs> you just got to go for it. Right. <laughs> it's kind of cool actually, but getting to that point can feel like a slog. And that line sometimes can get really, it goes real fast. Mm -hmm. It can also be excruciatingly slow. Like, like I'm saying, like there, there have been times where I've been in that line. I'm like, what am I doing here? I could have just, the line for the ride is 20 minutes long. I should have just gotten in the regular line. Right. No, I mean like the standby line can go very quickly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, uh, Um, it's not a saver. It's not a guaranteed time saver, but yeah, when it's busy. It's a it's a very good lightning line, or sorry, a single rider. And to that point, single rider or lightning lane. Lightning <sighs> lightning lane is guaranteed. You're going to get through faster. Yeah, lightning lane, just because it's a sure thing, and you can ask for the front. True. What do we think about the theme? There's no I'm, theme I'm, in, I'm anywhere. I'm happy in that to line. skip through <laughs> what you skip through. Yeah. Oh, interesting. I mean, yeah, you're, I mean, in the regular, the regular queue, you're walking past billboards and you might see a chunk of the video that's playing up on the bridge. Right. Okay. So, so far on Incredicoaster, uh, the notes queue miss go through the exit, elevator up, elevator down, awkward wait, uh, fast once you're in the loading area, creep factor is low because you're potentially all creeps. Mm -hmm. Time saver is (laughs) when it's busy. Theme is happy to skip what you skipped or what you waited for. Um, and finally, Lightning Lane versus uh, Single Rider. Lightning Lane is better. Yeah, just because the yeah. guarantee. Yeah, right. Okay, uh, moving on to the Matterhorn. Uh, before we do, real quick, um, side note, there no is so, sort of a, light, a single rider line. Not really. It's not labeled, so we can't count it. But Monsters, Inc., uh, look into a Buddy Pass. We'll go Ooh, we talk about to- Buddy Pass. Oh, hang on. Before before Buddy Pass, let's do yeah. a quick, uh, an actual, well, I mean, our previous ad, uh, they paid us. But here's, here's another ad. Your attention, please. <laughs> And we're okay. back. And that is the Monsters 
buddy pass system. Pretty oh, cool, right? Cool. That was really interesting, oh. Dan. Thank you for sharing that. You know what? I think that was worth downloading the entire episode <laughs> just for that <laughs> tidbit. Nice uh, job. If you, did, anyone, did you research that? Huh? Or is that just something? I, I would say the, bulk of, my, the bulk of my research done for this episode has been about the Monsters Buddy Pass. Maybe That's you should. Really cool. <laughs> Good job. Thank you. Let's move on to the Matterhorn. What I, I just, to go back, I just really, I, oh, I, I am delighted that you two were so enthralled by the fact that the plan was put in Mark Davis's will. Oh my God. That's amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Holy. Oh yeah. Wow. That was worth the price of admission, Dan. I know. Right. <laughs> All right. So Matterhorn. Anyway, it, it exists and you can look it up. Okay. Matterhorn. Um, Eric, what do you think? I'm, uh, you know, I've never done the single rider for Matterhorn, but I could see how it's useful because the, I mean, it's one of those rides that has an odd number of seats. So does it have an odd number of seats? Do you, can Math you fit, nerds, uh, you you'll have to forgive people Eric. in there or five? I think by odd, you mean not normal, but it is six. <laughs> it is six. Oh, okay. Okay. See, yes. that that's it. I, I don't go on Matterhorn that often, but... Okay, but yeah, six is a weird number because mm-hmm. most people tend to be in pairs or in um, in uh, it, they've got we've got thruples going on these days, and mm-hmm. uh, you know. Uh, so as I recall, Dan, and- it's another holding situation in the in the outdoor queue. Of course, it's yeah. all outdoors. Yep. It's a holding situation where they group in a fair amount of people until effectively the lane closest to the loading area gets full. Yeah. And you are, in fact, closest to the loading area. Yep. On that part of the switchback. And you're called, you know, again, just kind of as typical single riders. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I, I, having never done it, where does that line actually play out? Uh, so, you, you enter on the stroller side of uh, the Matterhorn. Okay. AKA Fantasyland. Uh, but you can ride both sides. You Old don't fancy. get to pick. Um. And you go in, it's just, it's labeled single rider line. You are basically kind of waiting right next to the queue for lightning lane, which always has a line. Um, and they, again, yeah, yeah they just, lightning lane. <laughs> it's not a great lightning line. Um, and they kind of just let you in as the same grouper that puts people from the standby or lightning lane into the respective right and left queues. That same person handles lightning lane, so they just send you, sorry, single. I'm going to do this a lot, single rider. So they just say like, okay, go into the single rider line. They physically block the turnstile <laughs> that would take you into the regular right. You're just standing there? <laughs> like, okay. This one right here. <laughs> um, and you go in and you just, you're just kind of waiting there right next to the, the main grouper to... You know, and you get to be very frustrated as they like, do we have a, a party of two or three party of two or three? You're like, uh, there's three of us right here, sir. Or man. <laughs> you will be separated. If yeah. You're <laughs> um, so, yeah, I mean, you ultimately get to see it's it's I mean, not that the queue is extremely it's not. Uh, let me put this another way. It's not the most themed, but. I mean, for the time that it was built, it's pretty cool. Uh, you get to see all that stuff. Yeah, you're still in the same area as the rest of the lines. It's it feels very organic. It feels like it's always been there, even though it hasn't. Plenty been. of yodeling. So much yodeling. Um, Creep factor low. 
I would say creep factor very low. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah, because yeah. you're in your own seat. Yeah. You're in your own seat. Nobody would know any different. Is it a time saver? Yes. Uh, low, medium, high. Um, depending it's again, it's, it's like a credit coaster. Depend, it's high, but I mean, versus standby line, it's a yeah. high, high, uh, time saver versus lightning lane. It depends, hmm. but I'd say, I would say if I was, if I was to like place a bet on it in terms of like betting with my time, I would go with single rider line basically every time. Huh? Okay. On the Matterhorn. On the Matterhorn. Okay. Good to know. And especially I messed because, up last time I was there. Especially because if you're there with a group, you're not sit, like again, it's like a movie. You're not going to talk through the whole thing. Right. And you're sitting single sitting single file. So like Yeah, you're not having to sit next not? to anybody You'll awkward conversation it no matter what. Right. Right. Okay, so just for the people playing at home, we have four left. We've gone through five attractions at Disneyland. Millennium Falcon is going to be in the top 8. Uh, we have three more slots to fill. So far, we've done Goofies, Grizzly, Coaster, Matterhorn. Now we have four left, uh, starting with Radiator Springs Racers. Very, very high value. But I don't like this ride for some reason. I realize it's a it's a good it's a very good ride. It's a good ride. I, I recognize that, but for whatever reason, I've been on it maybe five times out of the hundred or so that I've been there. So from my experience, it is a dedicated queue line. Uh-huh. You get to see the high points, which is effectively radiator springs, mm-hmm. right? You walk right by it. So you don't really miss anything as far as queue goes. Yeah. You don't go in the little shed thing. Yeah, but you can see it. You can see the outside of it. Yep. Um, so basically, theming's the same. Uh, how do we feel about creep factor? Typically, you're sitting next to a father and his child. The child's in the middle. Yeah, there's a little bit of creep factor there. I, I feel medium creep factor. Medium, medium, yeah, creep I would factor. Agree. medium, medium creep factor. If you are, if you want the experience, then Lightning Lane is better because you can sit with people and you get your picture taken. Oh, but you have to pay for Lightning Lane on this one. True. Oh, I, yeah. I was going to say that's extra. Yeah, you're single right. Versus lightning lane. It's a, oh, who knows, but cause it's, it's the free option. Yeah. And single rider does. I mean, it's a huge time saver, but I don't like going on this ride alone because it's scary. I, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, I mean, there's that big, there's that big uh, tractor. I don't, right. I don't, it goes from don't, light to dark and it, it startles you and right. I, I don't and like going like, out alone was- because, like you're saying, Dan, it's a fantastic ride. It's a, it's a great ride for what it is, but it's an experience, and I want to experience something like that with people that I I want to be with. Like so, I was just in Radiator Springs outside, and now it's dark. Right, I'm in it again. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, just saying it alone. I don't I don't care. I've I done single rider. By the way, I would say I've exclusively done single rider on this ride. I do not believe I've waited in this ride on this ride for any other other than single rider. So I could not speak to the lightning lane. I Is did, lightning lane better? I did lightning lane once, and I was by you myself. You didn't even do like old school fast pass. You did this? lightning lane by yourself. Because <laughs> I, li- I was just like, so I, I, re- I realized that I think what I dislike about this ride is the queue. It's just not a place that I want to be. 
Yeah. Uh, boring. Yeah, it's 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 really well done, but it? it's like what is the bottle house and the- it's like it's 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 almost like that is the best that is the best uh, uh, tent of beige I've ever seen. You know, it's just it, is, it's, it feels very Thunder Mountain to me. Yeah, but it's yeah. less it's less. Like it's Thunder Mountain. You have the Rainbow Ridge with, so there's some life oh, there. You get to sure. see, like, it's just you're in this. Well, yeah, and you see the void. ride go by. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's. I understand why people like it. I just, it's, it's sort of like, it's like, I, I, it's not for me. I, it's just, it's not a place that I want to hang out. So I wanted to ride the ride, and I was just like, you know what? I haven't done this before. As a theme park journalist, I should see what the Lightning Lane experience is like. Uh, it's extremely seamless, mainly because you have to pay for it. <laughs> and yeah. uh, so basically, you just walk on. You're essentially walking on, and you don't have to deal with any of the queue. If we get and Dan I, a press I enjoyed pass, the ride. then he can start deducting things like this from his taxes. <laughs> so as we're discussing this, um, I think we're going to be able to eliminate the Lightning Lane is better key attractions. And also, for context, we are not arguing the quality of the attraction, but no. rather the quality of the single rider line. Right. I just saying out loud. Not yeah. that, that was there well, was and no- there, there, there will be naturally some sort of gray area between the ride and how the single rider line, how they relate to each other. Sure, but I think eventually. Okay. But yeah, for, yeah. for the sake of this conversation, is Lightning Lane better? Uh, I would say simply because you have to pay for it. No. Eric, if you want to experience the attraction with people that you that you love, then it's better. All right. Well, this is our first depends. I couldn't speak to it, so I can't break the tie. Um, we'll have to come back to that. Next attraction is Soren around California. <laughs> I've never done it. Um I've yeah, I've never done it either. And in fact, I've waited in line and then somebody's like, "Hey, are there any singles?" and I, you know, wave and I get into the next trip. Um, I've never done it either. So, I would say I I, I would posit here that we eliminate it from competition because it is the single most boring queue regardless yes. of how you experience <laughs> Both it. Both coasts. <laughs> regardless of how you experience it, it is a it's a horrible queue. You're gonna have to wait forever, regardless of what you're doing. Uh, so I, 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 I posit we strike it from the record. It is exempt from argument. Well, and I would also say that it's it would end up losing in the better than lightning lane argument because if you go lightning lane, then you can. I know it hurts sometimes. But sometimes Ask you just need front. to do it. You can wait. Key words here. Go to the middle. You can ask to wait for the middle section. Middle of the middle. Okay. If you're lightning lane, you cannot do that if you're single rider. Yes. Okay, great. That one is done off Phew. the Finally. table. Two more. Space Mountain. Oh, this line is, it's painful. You, it, It's not marked. You have to go in through the exit. It is marked in the exit. Well, yeah, you, you have yeah. to know that it's there, but you, you go in through the exit. The cast member usually is friendly and the cast member is okay overwhelmed. Let's, let's, I mean, yes, usually friendly, but let's be fair, almost always overwhelmed. And then once you get down there, everybody's so freaking confused as to what, what is going on because you have that little, that little 
outcropping where where you kind of wind through. And the last time I was there, witnessed multiple people pissed off, wondering what what was going on. And the people in the line are the ones saying, "No, get over there. We're all waiting. Get over there. Get in the line." And everybody's just like, "No, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna keep going." Like it's so awkward. They've gotten better about. Yeah, it has. It's so. This, this, this was three months ago. <laughs> This is not better. It's the same. It's always the same. Space Mountain's... Okay. It is definitely an afterthought. In terms of what you miss, you don't get to see... I mean, yeah, Space Mountain Q at Disneyland is not good. But the parts of it that are good, you kind of just get to sort of look up at. You don't get to see Um, the video telling you to sit down and... And shut up. Sit down. Um, And the notes that I have, you have to know that it's there. You go through the exit and you end up in this dark, dank hallway that is in no way themed. It was never meant for, never meant for guests. And you awkwardly kind of have to deal with the fact that it is the entry and exit for uh, the DAS pass and mm. for employees coming and going from their breaks. Right. True. Um, oh, however, say- however, you get to ride Space Mountain in five minutes. True. It's okay, usually pretty. Yet. It's usually pretty good time savings, and um, it was one of my on one of our uh, our Supreme Cons was one of my favorite experiences, where a car was taking too long to load, so they completely right. unloaded yeah, they the car. Yeah, everyone, yeah, I remember that. Everybody yeah, except for Eric, get in this car, and they left <laughs> a seat empty, and I had to wait for the That's next. That's right. Ride. That's right. There was this one empty seat, and Just the one seat that I did. <laughs> So I, I would argue, and this is very specific to me, but I, I'm sure that people will share this. It's kind of fun to watch that chaos and to be a oh, part of that chaos. Yeah. <laughs> and if you, especially like, if you know that if they don't launch, then the whole thing's going to shut down. Right, right. And so, and a lot of random things can happen. Like I, I just remembered this. I sat next to a plaid last time who Ooh. was – probably leading a tour with some sort of a sports ball person who the people I was with, because sometimes I do go with people uh, said, yeah, that was definitely a, either a basketball or football player, like a fa- a person who, if we knew those things, <laughs> if we, we knew sport, know who they were. <laughs> yeah. If we sport, then they do. Um, if we knew sport ball, <laughs> um, is it fair to say lightning lane is better? <sighs> it's less awkward. That, the creep factor we haven't gone to yet. Creep factor uh, is, I would maybe. say it would be high, but it's so frenetic. Like, no one has, no one even has a chance to get creeped out. But that you're yeah. There. So is it low, medium? I would say medium to low. Yeah, I'm good with that. Okay. So, uh, <sighs> lightning versus lightning lane. I'm thinking here. Would I take someone? On single rider line, if it was their first time riding this ride, no, we would do lightning line. Same thing with, uh, what's, what's it called? The Millennium Falcon. However, for repeat rides, and this is a real, this is one of these places where our superpowers of being nerds about this can come in really handy. If you're there with somebody who doesn't know that this exists and you tell them you want to ride again, it'll only take like three minutes. Their eyes light up. That's an interesting. Yeah, you turn around, walk back <laughs> in. A, huh. I've been that person, Dan. Uh, but that's an interesting little wrinkle in this. It is. Such- we haven't talked about it. And again, for our audience, 
odds are we're not talking about first time riders. Right. So targeting the people who go all the time because you can ride Space Mountain in is it five minutes? Five. Is it, maybe maybe ten. Uh, yeah. So for our audience, Lightning Lane or excuse me, single rider is better. Faster. Y- yes. And it has the added impact of if you're there with people who don't know, you get to you get to see you're a wizard for the next like hour of these people's <laughs> lives. Okay. You are a wizard. All right. Um, okay, finally, web slingers. Oh, it, you know what? I really like this single rider line. I may not thoroughly enjoy the attraction, but it's it's almost always the way to go because you get to see the pre-show. Okay. Mm-hmm. You you see the full pre-show, you get to go through a back hallway that is still themed. It's as themed as the rest of the place. As themed yeah. as the rest of the hallways. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And you get Which to kind of the old Stark Motors thing. Right. You come around like you you walk past that little office that looks cool. Um yeah. that looks like an old time. Like, yeah, it, it I I think the foreman's office, right? Yeah. I, it can I think be, this is one of the best. It can be. I, I mostly agree with you. It can be a little bit awkward because it is, it's not a dedicated line, meaning that once you get to a certain part of it, it's very clearly like where the employees, sorry, cast members come and go for their like true shift. Switches. True. Yeah, it is. It is a, a cast member hallway, but y- you get to the end and you're just kind of standing there at the corner and you get thrown in. Yeah, with a with the rest of a group, it's a little creepy. I've I've been creeped out by myself, where people are like, "What are we supposed to do?" I'm like, I "Just do this." Oh, you're good at this. I'm like, no, there's no one is good at this. So yeah. yeah, I I feel I feel like on this one, creep factor is medium, but help because you're able to help potentially, it goes back down to a low. I think. I suppose that that makes sense because people when they realize that you know what you're doing, they want your advice. Is that, is that Maybe. fair? Like, what are we supposed to do? I don't know. Just fl- flail your arms. It, it'll be fine. <laughs> or um, don't. It'll also is be it, fine. Is, is, so I've got, it's medium, but if you help others could be low. If you're okay yeah. with helping people, if you're okay with talking yeah. to strangers. But if you're there by yourself, odds are. I'm joking. Hey, hey, uh, is it a time saver? <laughs> Um, probably. Yeah. I I feel like it's one of those situations where at worst it's even to lightning lane. But yeah, most, most cars, I mean, this is a four person vehicle and most, it, most often you get in pretty quick. And honestly, the disappointing theming of the, uh, single rider areas is easier to take than the disappointing theming when you realize, oh, this is just the theming of the place. <laughs> it's okay. just an industrial hallway. <laughs> um, less disappointing. It it feels a little. It, it feels kind of cool, actually, coming through what you fi- what you feel like is a, a cast member hallway. In fact, if this just were the queue, it would totally work for me. Okay. okay. You get the pre-show, get the pre-show, uh, themed hallway. Yeah, you get you basically get the same queue as everybody else. You're just waiting a lot less time, right? Because after the pre-show, if you're in the the standby line, you've got a long way to go. Okay. <laughs> um, final question: Which is better, single rider or lightning lane for web slingers? 
I guess it's kind of one of those experience things. If you want to be with people that you, you if you want to compete against your friends, yeah, single rider that. doesn't do that. Talk to our audience, Eric. Our audience goes all the time. Uh, they go all the time. Then, I, I mean, you could just share your score. True. True. Yeah. This isn't. I mean, it. I know it's it, supposed to be kind of the same experience as as like uh, Midway Mania, but I've I've often felt like there's so much going on in this that you don't really know what's going on. It's not the right. same as sitting next to a person and competing against one other person. You're, I mean, you're just, you're just shooting stuff. I, I think unlike Midway Mania, this one doesn't matter what you do. And I recognize that they intended to have some sort of like interactive, like kind of social aspect to it, but you're right, Eric. It's just, it is such a fuster clock that like, it's, that just doesn't, even if it exists, even if like, yes, that programming does exist in it. I wouldn't be able to find it. Yeah. Okay. Here's why it's important. We have narrowed down that we've had a good conversation. I have notes for all of it. I can review the notes if we'd like. Um, We have three attractions to compete with Disney World. We've already gotten Millennium Falcon. If we've decided that if we've determined the single rider line is better, those are going to be in the final four. Okay. Right now, Millennium Falcon's in. The others are Goofy Sky School. Single rider's better. Okay. Matterhorn, single rider's better. Mm-hmm. Radiator Springs Racers, depends. Ooh. Space Mountain, single rider is better. Mm-hmm. So if we decide Web Slingers is whatever it is, if nothing changed right now, the final four at Disneyland would be Millennium Falcon, Grizzly, excuse me, uh, Incredicoaster, my no, yeah, I'm hard, Goofy Sky School, excuse me, Goofy Sky School, Incredicoaster. No, wait, I'm reading the wrong thing. <laughs> Strike that. All right, Falcon, final four Falcon, yeah. Goofy, Matterhorn, and Space Mountain. That would be our final four. If our, if our parameters are single rider better, I might put Web Slingers over Goofy. And would you put uh, Radiator Springs Racers over anything else. That's rough. Oh, I'm uh, so. Oh, you found a very so- a sore spot for me because while I don't like the ride very much, mm-hmm. it is the only way to go on the ride without paying and without waiting in the standby queue. That is. Which, which was that? That's Radiator a good argument Springs. for Radiator Springs. Yeah. Uh, because right, so let's let's get let, let's get to web slingers. What's the final verdict? Single rider or lightning lane? I uh, <sighs> single rider. I think single rider, and I'm okay losing Goofy Sky School for web slingers. Okay, so if that's the case, then we have Falcons in. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna take away Goofy. We are going to add. Um, Matterhorn, mm-hmm. Web and Space. Web and Space Mountain. Do we need to have Falcon versus Falcon? Because it is basically the same thing. And I that's know, a good question. I know we wanted to do that because we are who we are, and that's funny. <laughs> but yes. and I, I agree, I agree with that. However, what if we? It's boring. 
It's the well, and it's the same on both coasts. Okay. So, so the, if we're taking Falcon away, uh-huh. we are left with Web Slingers, Space Mountain, uh-huh. um, Matterhorn. Matterhorn, Radiator Springs, and Radiator Springs Racers. I think that's fair. I think that's a, that's a bracket. That's four. All right. So I'm going to have to redo my notes. So we have Matterhorn, Raiders, Springs, Racers, Space Mountain, and Web Slingers. Is so right? Matterhorn yeah. and Radiator Springs could go together because they're rocky. Okay, well let's oh, let's do that next. And this is going to be the show for you guys because um, no no time for mailbag. We did the you mailbag. Wheel. I mean, no time for a wheel. Yeah, that's fine. And I'll compile the notes so that we have them all. But right now, I've got Everest, Falcon, Rock and Roller Coaster, and Test Track, Matterhorn, Radiator Springs Racers, Space Mountain, and Web Slingers. So the uh-huh. brackets should be Test Track versus Radiator Springs. Because mm-hmm. they're the same ride. Mm-hmm. Um, wait, wait, wait. We're going to do... We're going to start comparing East versus brackets. West in the eight. Okay. We're yes. not going to wait yeah. until... You, the got, West, you okay. got West and you got West and East, right? Okay. So Test Track versus Radiator Springs Racers. Okay. And we can figure out the regionals, but for now, I'm just doing Everest, West Matterhorn. Everest, Matterhorn. Oh, no. <laughs> Rock and Roller Coaster and Credit Coaster. Hold on. Oh my gosh. No, like and Credit Coaster's not in there. Episodes. I know. And Credit Coaster's not in there, though. Rock and Roller Coaster oh, versus okay. either Space Mountain or Web Slingers. Space, Space I guess. Mountain. Yeah. Well, now Web Slingers and, and, uh, and Falcon. That works. Huh. Okay. Screen so rides. Rock and Roller Coaster, Space Mountain, they're both roller coasters in the dark. And the 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 video game rides are um, Falcon and Web Slingers, mm-hmm. right? Okay. And the, these so, also actually share some thematic things because, especially with uh, what was it? Test track? No, 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 no. What was it? Uh, Falcon and Web Slingers because they kind of go through the back hallway, both of them. But wait, you see the? Never mind. All right, that. so here's here are the brackets. We're going to do the slot car bracket. Mm-hmm. We're going to do the Yeti bracket. <laughs> We're going to do the roller coaster in the dark bracket. And the ver- video game bracket. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nice. Are we, cool. doing, are we doing a contest? Should we do a contest? No. Right. <laughs> We've got two weeks. There's not a lot of time, and yeah. we know the people that will write in. <laughs> All right. However, you probably, if you if you listen to this right at the release, you probably have a few days, if not a week, to listen to this and tell us what we missed. What did we get wrong? Any notes that we can share in our next episode, knowing that the final eight are going to be Test Track versus Radiator Springs, Everest versus Matterhorn. Rock and Roller Coaster versus Space Mountain and Millennium Falcon versus Web Splingers. But did we miss anything in the single writers? Please share your knowledge so that we can share it with our greater audience. I also uh, want to. I also want to put a call out to if you have any uh, strong. 
please share any strong, if you have any strong opinion about any of these that you think we should include in the show, please share. Please. Um, if you have any fond memories of single writer line times when you were a wizard yourself, um, all of that, you can interact with us at the, on the Facebook group. It's Facebook, the Supreme resort group. Um, yeah, we, we, yeah, great. And, um, we have a little bit more time to fill. So what we're going to do is we're going to rerun uh, the part of the show where Dan talked about the buddy pass. So we're going to go ahead and rewind and rerun the buddy pass. So Eric, do you have any music to transition? Uh, you got to give me a little more time than that. Uh, All right. Hang uh, on. Well, Here, let's go. Uh, no, All right, this is what Dan was saying about the buddy pass that the old ad played over. So yeah, the buddy pass was left in Mark Davis's will as something that. See, Mark Davis. Not many people know this, but he was actually a um, a psychic, a time traveling psychic. So he had it coming on both ends. So every once in a while, he would say to his wife, uh, I believe Alice. He would say, Alice. I'm going down the rabbit hole. And it was really cute because it was a reference to her name and Alice in Wonderland. And it was just an ongoing joke they had. She kind of tolerated his constant reference to her name being Alice and it also being a book and a movie. Because, you know, they worked for the same company. And hey, Eric, we company, should probably play an ad over um, this. That same company made Alice in Wonderland. Uh, they actually, Mark Davis wanted to get an engraved <laughs> sign for their home, which would say, welcome to Wonderland. And Alice was like, that's gonna, people are going to think that we have some weird stuff going on here, like vaguely sexual stuff. And Mark, you being a time traveler, you know that that will be more accepted in the future. And seeing as how that's not happening yet, we need to not do that. So we had the sign engraved anyway. Uh, there was an engraver at the studio uh, who we worked with a lot. Uh, and they he, he was going to give it to her on their anniversary, but uh, he died. And so she found in his will that he said that there was going to be a park in the parking lot of Disneyland. And she was like, that's insane. And then, but she saw the plans for uh, Westcott and she was like, yeah, okay, that makes sense. But then, um, thanks to our sponsors, then <laughs> Amazon Prime. <laughs> we, uh, Amazon we Prime that. Plus. And, but Paramount she did, Plus, all of the she, she rifled through it. She skipped over the part about California Adventure because she was like, who would possibly do that? And then she saw that eventually this thing called uh, Superstar Limo would be closed and just kind of sit there for a while. And then uh, she saw, she got bored by that, but then she saw Buddy Pass. Apparently the Buddy Pass is going to be something that will happen at a ride called Monsters uh, Mike and Sully to the rescue which she didn't even know that that movie was going to happen so she was very confused so she just skipped straight to she was like okay what's the point what is the point of this buddy pass thing because I've spent all this time just trying to get to this one thing I'm Alice Davis I don't have time to waste 
uh, I got to get out there. Making a second set of costumes for all the rides. <laughs> yeah, exactly. She has stuff to do. She doesn't have time for all of this nonsense. So she discovered that the buddy pass is something that you could go to the front of the line and talk to the cast members and say, are you doing the buddy pass? And they would say either yes or no. And if they said no, then it wasn't happening. But if they said yes, they would say, yes, in fact, here's your buddy pass. You and up to two other people can go through the exit and take the back row, which she didn't understand. I don't understand it, but it's a thing. Guess what is the, the buddy Supreme pass? <laughs> what was, okay, which, what is the buddy pass? It's a pass so that you and one or two other people can sit in the back row. So it's not like a front of the line thing. You've already waited in line. No, you you don't even wait in line. Okay, I don't understand just... why it's a thing. And I tried to get an explanation from the cast member and they were like, well, cause we have three rows. And I was huh? just like, I guess that's an answer. <laughs> okay. So it's an unofficial single rider. Yeah. Weird. All right. Well, listener, we hope you enjoyed the second installment of the Buddy Pass. We listened to it twice. Hopefully you enjoyed it as much as we did the second time. Um, that is our episode breaking down the Elite Eight in the single rider spring, what do I call it? Spring Fling? sensational Spring Spring Stravaganza. Single rider spring stravaganza, because we're legally not allowed to say Final Four or March Bandas. Um, anyway, we hope you enjoyed. We will see you on the next episode where we will decide which is the best single rider line in all of the domestic Disney parks. We'll have a guest. I was and we'll have say, a guest, we're not Tag from decide. DL Weekly. DL yeah. Week, or Tag will decide. Uh, we look forward to having Tag back for our annual spring extravaganza. Uh, until then, 856 Our Ears, plan your Disney cruise lines. That is all you can book. Actually, uh, you can do other stuff, but please book <laughs> cruise lines. Um, and we have other shows, the puny pod. We don't know what's going on with, uh, ears up in depth yet. No, correct. We're, we're so ears undecided. up for now, undecided in depth. Uh, puny pod is breaking down the Marvel release in order. Uh, the, Oh, you know, the, um, star Wars show, I believe, um, they had, he had, uh, my buddy from screen crush. Oh, um, George, is Lucas. that right? Oh. Not George Lucas. It was um, Ryan Airy yeah. from Screen Crush. I, I I was asked to be a guest on that show, and I re- didn't have time legitimately, but man, am I sad that I missed out because I really wanted to meet him. Like his work, you should check him out on YouTube. Screen Crush does a lot of – he works in an old blockbuster video. His his manager <laughs> oh, is his dog. Guy. That's 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 Mr. Screen Crush. Yeah, What's the dog it's, with uh, him? Ryan Airy does a really great in depth analysis on all of your favorite nerd things. His manager is his dog. <laughs> He's a very cute little dog. It's does he do the, sad, do the voice for the dog? He does the voice for the dog and the little <laughs> hand pocket of uh, a hand puppet. He does a really good job. Um, Screen Crush, watch that on YouTube, and that is our show. Oh, Thank uh, you. On- I, if you if you want to go to Patreon, you can pay us a small amount of dollars and you can listen to more of us. That's right. <laughs> oh, yeah. You can listen to what we talk about before we record the show in Supreme Resort after hours. Mm-hmm. You get to what? You get to hear things be zipped and unzipped. Uh, right. Also, just I want to co-sign on Screen Crush because I didn't realize that that was the guy. I generally avoid those sorts of channels because they're 
kind of obnoxious sometimes, but I, he, he is enjoyable. I, yes. I he does the, that sort of content very well. Agreed. Um, has a lot on Deadpool three, a lot. Uh, looking forward to that this summer. And in the meantime, you can listen to him on puny pod on one episode about star Wars. Uh, for the rest of the time, we will see you at the final four. Oh wait, no wait, the springs, whatever. Bantha milk. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bantha milk. Bantha sorry. Thank you. Uh, scrape the vault. Scrape the vault. That's scrape right. That vault. Scrape it. And we're going to, Oh my God, we got to record that. Yeah. Um, and we got to watch that movie. Yeah. Which is, uh, Princess Pan's Labyrinth. Mon- no, Princess Mononoke. Princess Mononoke. Mon- Those of you who enjoy anime, you are currently yelling at us, and I understand. <laughs> Princess Mononucleosis. <laughs> yes, you get to you get to listen to Audrey explain a, a better movie to us than we usually watch. That's correct. <laughs> and we'd be like, uh, what? Labyrinth, in retrospect, was phenomenal. Loved it. Good. Okay, uh, until next time, be good to each other, and court is adjourned. Dan, I saw you contemplating doing another zipping. (laughs) (laughs) It's not too late. What a button. (laughs) It sounded like you just farted and ripped through your pants. That was the fart. Hold on. This is the zip. (laughs) There we go. That doesn't sound like paper towels. What a button. That's a show.